Hi, Jason Sarney here with the Fin Maniacs Podcast Network. And if you haven't tried Anchor, this is the way to do it on your own podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your very own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good morning, Dolphin fans. Happy Victory Monday. Jason Sarney here with you with a very, very special edition of the Monday Morning Quarterback with Jay Fiedler. We're feeling a little 2001. It's the first time the Miami Dolphins are 6-3, and three, so you know what? We're going to kick it to Jay and bring on in one of his old school teammates, the OG of the one-handed catch. Take it away, Jay. All right, Jay. What's happening, my man? Hey, Jay. What's happening, brother? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. It's always great to see you. Uh, fantastic. Always great to see you after a win, first of all, but great to see you anyway. Uh, you know, we had, we had some great history back there in Miami and, uh, uh, you know, starting back in 2000, just developing that relationship and, you know, seeing what Tua and Devontae Parker are doing right now with their relationship, uh, you know, brings back some good memories, uh, throwing those fade routes to you out on the sidelines. Yeah, man. Uh, that, yeah. Those were, those were some good old days, man. Uh, I mean, it, it made things uh, really simple and, and easy for us. And uh, I think we we had a connection with it, and, and it, it didn't stop. And, and you, you do see that now with uh, uh, Tua and Devontae. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, and it's continuing to develop. And, you know, one of the things I'm going to show uh, – on the game film from yesterday is how that relationship is developing. You know, there was some, some great plays, uh, you know, through that. And I talked about last week, we had a, not OG, but we had OJ uh, McDuffie on <laughs> last week. Uh, and we talked about that trust factor that you have between a quarterback and, and a uh, receiver and, uh, uh, you know, how that developed, you know, between me and OJ, uh, you know, originally and also between me and you. Uh, yep. you know, going through through the years. And, you know, especially with Chan Gailey's offense where, you know, if he sees a one-on-one situation, he's going to come off and they, they, they have a lot of those, you know, plays that we had uh, back in the day where they call a run. But if it's one-on-one on the outside, you know, I had the option of just fast. pulling it out and, and throwing <laughs> to you. And, right. Yeah, so. Uh, I, I think what, what, what's, what's the big deal is, I think you said it, it is trust. Yeah, I think both of us at the time were in a place where we were uh, kind of undervalued, and we wanted to show that. And I, I think that that was half of half of the connection. And I wanted to make a play for you, and you wanted to give me a chance to make a play. And, and I, I think it works that way. And I think uh, Tua has that faith in in Devonte. And, and listen, it's one on one with a cornerback. I, there, there's no safety help. The safety can, cannot get over there. And if if you give us a shot. You know, the bigger receivers, I think more times than not, we come down with the ball. It's just like you said earlier, it's just a trust factor. And we developed that over the years. Yeah. And just talk about, you know, one of the things that we had was, you know, with that nonverbal communication. You know, we used to right. we used to have the plays down in, on the goal line where, you know, we wouldn't even call it whether it was a fade or a slant route. And you would just right. run – 
you know, based on how the defender played you. And, you know, I could see your body language. I would see right. you know, how you just make a that initial move. And I was able to pull the trigger knowing, you know, that you were right. going one way or the other. Just, you know, talk about that from a receiver standpoint on uh, how, how much easier it is for you when you know you have a two-way go on a defender. Yeah, as you can see, I, I mean, I know we haven't got into the film yet, but just looking at it, you know, you just play off the, the DB's leverage. If he's usually inside uh, more than not, um, you're going to try to give a, 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 a fake slant to, to drive him more inside than gives you more room to throw the ball and gives me more room to, to go up. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's go through it right here. I'm just, you're just going to forward right off to the – just after the snap. And you, and can, you can see, see right here. Right. You know, he comes to I mean, balance and the DB hasn't moved yet. So I, I, I know with a head, uh, you know, the eyes are, are very important. Um, you you kind of look in there with your eyes. That, that drives the DB a little bit. But I, I'm just giving more space for the ball to be thrown. We all know it's going to the back pylon and the first one. Uh, who gets the ball wins. And I, I just, for me personally, I, I want the ball to be in the air so I can jump to the ball. I, I don't want to wait for the ball to yeah. come. I, I want the ball to be in the air so I can attack the ball. And I, I think most most of us would like that. Yeah, absolutely. You can see here on the film how the de defenders, you know, got hard inside leverage, not not allowing you to go go to the slant. And Parker does a real nice job of setting him up and, and getting up into him, you know, getting it closing that gap first yeah. and then creating the separation. So, you know, a lot of young receivers would just, you know, see that and run straight to the back corner of the end zone. But Right, and they just run you out of bounds, man. It's, yeah, it's but, so you know, annoying. Things. It's so annoying. I, I teach, you know, I, I coach football down here in, 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 uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and it's hard to teach them your head – is going to drift you on, you know, to the outside. The DB is just going to push you out of bounds. And so it, it's hard to uh, to teach, and it's even probably even harder to run. But uh, after a while, uh, you get used to it, and, and you have to adjust to the ball. I, I mean, that, that's that's basically because you, you're not going to throw, throw me in harm's way. I know you're going to throw it more to the outside so I can get it. I just want to jump first. I just want to be the first one to yep. jump. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we'll see. And we'll see as as we go forward here. You know, Parker does a nice job. You know, yeah, into the defender, and now it just allows him to go up. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to get that second foot down. Uh, you know, and this this one yeah. ends up getting reversed on him. But again, just a, a tremendous play. You know, both sides. Uh, we'll just yeah, go back front and forth again. They, they don't want you to go inside, so they're going to more, more than likely cover the outside, I mean the inside, because they don't want you to go across the field for that easy throw, because this is a harder throw. But uh, short and high is usually better. Um, you, you know that the yep. DB, you got a 5, 10, uh, even a 6-foot DB, you got 3, 4 inches on them. Short and high usually is better, make it a jumping contest. Um, the, the call – as far as pass interference, probably is not going to be called because this is a bang-bang play down there. So, uh, you know, Coach Ford, our wide receiver coach, always told us, make the referee call it. Make yep. him call If he doesn't and, come and, back, and, he win. And that, and that comes into play right here on this next play. Good good, uh, good lead-in on that. Just going to go over the uh, the fumbled snap, uh, shotgun snap that Tua picked oh, yeah. up and, 
and just throws up to Parker. You know, he, he saw the pre-snap that uh, the, the safeties rolled, and, and it was a free safety one-on-one -on -one coverage. So he knew he was going to Parker right away. Uh, you know, had great composure of just picking that ball up and getting it out there. But, you know, there's a ball at that point. He's just throwing it up and and hoping that his receiver, you know, is, is going right. to be the defender to the ball. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when I got into trouble, I had that same, uh, you know, thing with you as well. Devontae Parker has, has, has done that for most of his career. A uh, side note is his college wide receiver coach was Lamar Thomas and, and we all played together. And so he, he was yep. taught well, but I, I think for the most part, uh, subtract the injuries. Don't think about the injuries. Devontae Parker has played as a big receiver most of his career and he's yes. done a good job at it. Yeah. So let's just go through this play here. You know, obviously you had the fumble snap, which is a little bit foreshadowing ball coming out low uh, with Karras. You know, they had the fumble later on, but you see, Devante just nice little push off. You know, the, the defenders are looking for it. But like you just said a minute ago, let's make the referees make that call. And yeah, let's make them make that call. And more, more times than not, they won't uh, because we're the first one to look back for the ball. I'm running, looking for the ball. And I don't know, you know, they, sometimes you call a back, back shoulder, but that might have been a uh, because the ball was fumbled at the snap back shoulder. But um, yeah, you know, I, think he, I think he was just throwing it up in the air to, to let you go up and make a play or let Parker go up and make a play there. Yeah, and, and that's what happens. I, I, I think in that, in that case, we win all the time. I mean, let, let's do that all the way down the field. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to see here the next, uh, next play, Parker right over the middle, just finding a little, slot, a little hole in the zone. You know, and they're just building that relationship. And those are those were the two completions Parker had yesterday. But, um, you know, obviously the one called back uh, for the touchdown. Right. And we're just going to go on to the next play here. Uh, and it's going to be another fade, quick fade route uh, over to the right side. And you can see now, you know, they're going to be a little bit, you know, off kilter here. Uh, the timing is just a little bit off. I think Tua doesn't. Uh, you know, have a, could have a little bit more patience on this play to let Parker kind of define his route a little bit more and put it to, to a good spot. But you'll see again, you know, this is another play just like the play in the end zone. It's just a quick fade where uh, the defender is playing inside leverage on him and Parker, you know, uh, steps on his toes and goes to the outside. Now, Tua, I think, gets the ball up a little too fast here. Uh, and as we go forward, I mean, that ball's yeah, already he, halfway there before Parker's <laughs> just starting to look back. Right, right. I, I, and, and he has no pressure, so there's no, re, no real reason to rush it. Exactly. But, you know, like you said, that, that's the chemistry you have to uh, develop over the years. It was just a third game together. I know practice is one thing, but the game is totally different. And I, I think they'll get it because he's giving them chances. And the way the Dolphins have been running the ball, it kind of – Kind of gives you the one-on-one -on -one outside, and, and, and so I, I think um, I think we're we're past the uh, two is left-handed and and all of that. I, I think we just have to uh, grow with the chemistry between uh, Parker and Tua. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. They're going to have a lot of opportunities like this, you know, as we go forward. Uh, you know, I think teams are going to continue to uh, uh, to put pressure on uh, on Tua and and stack the box against the run. Uh, you know, try and limit the opportunities for 
for them to, uh, you know, get outside on the bootleg. So, you know, these one-on-one plays, one-on-one matchups on the outside are going to be crucial, you know, as we go into the second half of the season now, uh, uh, you know, for them to continue to have success. Yeah, I mean, you know, it gives them, you know, it, it, it was sad. Uh, to see uh, the other receiver go down, number 18, and, and yeah, William, hopefully, yep. hopefully he can come back. But having the two big receivers was was one thing. But now if you put number 19 out, it, it, it gives them a different dynamic, uh, obviously. Um, he's a quicker, shorter guy, you know, give it a, the little quick routes, and he comes in motion. But I think your bread and butter, especially going into the playoff run, is going to be to run the ball effectively and, and, and give Parker a chance with the one-on-one looks. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And he's going to have to come up big. And, and that relationship and that development, uh, you know, going forward is going to be a huge key for their success, you know, in, in the, uh, you know, latter half of the season. And uh, yeah. You know, no, Gasecki not a bad option. He's, you know, he's – Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's a big boy. He, he, he's 6'6", and, and he can go up and get the ball. I remember a few years ago he had – they said after practice they worked two hours – uh, a few days in a row on, on just throwing him the, the fade route. It probably doesn't come natural to him, but with, with him being a big body, man, those two guys, at least on the same side maybe, uh, doing the playoff run is, is going to make it make it tough for uh, teams to defend, especially the way, the way they're running the ball. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I just want to go back a little bit of memory lane with you, OG. Okay. Uh, to to the first time that you know we played against the San Diego Chargers, we flew out to uh, 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 San Diego, and we're going to talk a little bit as we as we uh, I know you got to go quickly, but uh, you know as we get off with you, kind of the winning formula that Miami has of of starting fast in games and being able to uh, you know capitalize on on opponents' mistakes and then finish strong. And, right. you know, when we went out to San Diego, that was one of the best, you know, starting fast examples. Uh, we <laughs> yeah. came out, we, it was halfway through the season. It was about November uh, in, in 2000. And, you know, we were known as that running team that, uh, you right. know, with Lamar Smith that would make, you know, third down conversions. We didn't have, you know, a ton of explosive downfield plays. And we, you know, I, I remember we talked about it early on. We said, we know San Diego is going to come up and play man to man. Right, but, the first that, play of the game. Yeah, first play of the game. You know, <laughs> they, 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 were gonna, they, they were going to sit on that uh, on that nine stop route, and we said, <laughs> you know, heck with it. We're going down the field, some of our yards. OG, you know, over the top. We had a you know big uh, bomb down the right side. Right. And, and what happened, man? You got caught from behind? Hey, hey, hey. I caught the ball, man. <laughs> uh, that that might have been the longest play of my career, to be quite honest, man. You, you don't know how much mental – I think people take for granted how much mental preparation goes into uh, uh, having having the plays, you know, like in the NFL, a lot of plays are scripted, but when you when – you, uh, uh, hell bent on 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 doing one thing and and doing it good and, and you and I we talked about it we talked about it all weekend. Yep. You you go to sleep that night knowing the first play is going to be a bomb. You know what I mean? Like you don't really get those chances all the time, and you want to do your best. So you go through mentally, even leading up to the game, you try to block it out and, and talk about other things. But 
Um, I thought about that play all night. I thought about it all day. What if the DB does this? What if I do this? What if I get a free release? What if I beat him on my release? Do I have to stack them? When do I stack them? All that goes into, and you know, it all happens in a split second. And uh, I, yep. I, we, we, we came out and, and did what we said, and it worked. Um, I wish I had had scored on it because I think Lamar Smith ended up getting a touchdown, which kind of sucks. But it was, I think, one of the one of the plays. If you ever find that play, you send it to me because even now, while I'm coaching, uh, receivers never believe I go deep. They're like, "You're always with a slow big guy." So uh, that that'd be nice to show every once in a while. All right. Well, that's well, we definitely have proof of that somewhere. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll I'm, find I'm, it. I might have to go back into my old VHS tapes uh, to to track that one down. That's a Monday goal of mine now, Rondé. I will find that footage. There you go. There you go, Jason. I really appreciate it, man. Let me know. Even my son doesn't, doesn't believe. He's like, oh, you know what I mean? So I got to have that to show, keeping my archives. 100%. Uh, well, OG, always, always great memories with you, man. It was great having you on. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you got some some kids you got to teach right now. Yeah, man, it's it, it's it's tough. Trust me, I, we 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 teach. I have I have from class to class. We change class. I teach science to sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. And I got half of them. I might have seven in class, but five online. So it, yeah. it's kind of tough juggling that right now as a teacher but still always good to talk shop with anybody especially your quarterback and, and thanks for having me on i appreciate it hope i gave some people some insight and in what goes into uh that receiver quarterback chemistry that we, we we built when we were playing of course of course you might have to talk with uh, coach flores about uh you know uh, adjusting to this uh, COVID situation uh whether yeah. you know, he's he's short-handed uh, with his coaching staff right now, and uh, you know, yeah, it, you just tough. make it happen and 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 uh, you know, keep moving forward. And I'm sure that's what you're teaching your you know middle school students as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely teaching that. It, it's tough, man. You you just have to kind of follow the rules, uh, go by the guidelines, and and try to try to push through. Um, you know, even when we go out out out, out to the I coach varsity football, so when I go out to the high school, um, it, it's tough for them. We have to keep, you know, mask on, and it's tough, tough to breathe. But we're doing it for uh, each of us to continue to play. And uh, I, I think the NFL has been doing a great job. Obviously, you're going to have cancellations. You're going to have yep. uh, some people that fall off, but they've been pushing through. The Dolphins have done a great job. Uh, six and three. I mean, no better spot that you can be in right now. Um, especially since the, the the Ravens lost, Buffalo lost, so uh, we in a good spot right now. Yeah, absolutely. And and those kids in South Florida are lucky to have you as a teacher and mentor. And uh, uh, you know, I know they appreciate all the time that you put in uh, to helping them uh, develop. Just like you know, we were we were developing as players. You know, you're helping right. them develop as young men. Uh, uh, and thank you for that, and, and thank you yep, for yep. Uh, coming out and spending time with us this morning. Uh, no problem, man. Thanks. Always good to talk to you, Jay. Jason, yeah, you right. let me know, man. You let me know. I'm on it, OG. I'm on <laughs> it for it, man. Thank you so much for everything right. that you did. Thank, thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. You got it. All right, Jay. Take All care. Right. All right. Oh, Jay, that was fantastic. This is like a, I'm, I'm spoiled here. I feel like I'm 20 again. I'm revived. But this is awesome. <laughs> 
that's memory lane there, man. Thank yes, you so sir. much, Georgie. All right, guys. As a son of parent, uh, my parents are teachers, so I know how valuable your time off is. I'll let you go, but thank you for what you're doing now. In addition to what you did for us as fans, this is awesome. Okay. Yeah, thank man, you. no problem. Anytime, y'all. Any, any, anytime, man. I, I'll let you know, Jay, when I when I can uh, when we can have more time to talk. I, I'll let you know. Um, so uh, we we definitely can do it. It, it was fun uh, yesterday. If you if you if you can believe it, yesterday I went to the game, and uh, we had we had. Oh, for some reason I don't know. It was receiver day in in in, in the box. I mean, it was it was me, Chris, OJ, um, Marty Booker. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's a starting yeah. five on a basketball yeah, court. Man, that was that was it was a good Troy. Oh. Uh, we gonna, we gonna count Troy Drayton as a receiver today. <laughs> it looks and like that, an old lineman now, but. <laughs> Yeah, obviously Nat. Nat was there too, so it was of all course. our receiver day day in the suite. So we that's had a, a that's time. a pretty good empty set right there. Yeah, that's a pretty good empty set for sure. For sure, for sure. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, all right, Rondé. Thank oh, you, buddy. All right. Fantastic stuff, Jay. So what was your favorite play? I mean, Rondé's had so many awesome catches. A lot of people think about the one-handed catches, but give me the touchdown play that you can remember, the signature Fiedler to Gaxton play. Well, uh, you know, there there were a few. I mean, obviously down in the uh, in the uh, goal line, the red zone, you know, in the, the plus five territory, like we talked about, I like to play uh, to Parker over there. You know, I, I knew that, you know, OG was one of the best uh, at, at running the fade route, going up and getting it, attacking the ball, like he said. Um, you know, but we also had a, a, a really good connection on, uh, you know, the slants and skinny posts. Uh, you know, he ran again, you know, a, a big body guy that, you know, all he had to do was, you know, was, was set up the defender the right way. And as soon as he got inside of him, I knew, uh, you know, that, that it was over. He was going to use his body to, to hold the defender off. You know, if I just put it in the right spot for him, uh, you know, so I know, uh, you know, probably the first touchdown I, I threw as a, as a Dolphin was uh, was to a Rondé on, uh, on a skinny post. Uh, uh, route so that was certainly one of the more memorable ones uh, against uh, Seattle in, in the opening game of 2000 you know the throw that we talked about uh, you know the bomb down the sideline uh, against San Diego was was certainly a memorable one uh, you know him over the top but you know just when, when I think about uh, OG you know I just think about those fades down in, on the goal line and uh, you know uh, again you know, just knowing as a quarterback that he was going to win it every single time. And then, you know, again, the, the development that we had of, you know, coming off of that with with, with the change-up route of, you know, being able to, to, to run the fade and then come back with a quick slant underneath to keep those defenders off balance so they didn't, you know, always defend the fade, uh, you know, every time. And, you know, I think as, you know, this relationship with, with Parker develops, you know, he, he's, he's been running some fade routes down in the goal line as well, and, and they're, they're looking for those fade routes. I think, you know, as in the next few games, you may see them come up with a little change up and, you know, fake the fade and, and come back underneath on, this, on those slant routes. I love hearing that. It's like kind of history repeating itself. And one of the things that I really took away from what Aranda was saying in terms of the wide receiver to quarterback relationship was the trust that, you know, you guys had. And it was almost like he trusted you to make the throw. You trusted him to make the catch. And that's just this, that symbiotic relationship that Tua needs to develop with a Parker, getting it with Kiseki, as Zorande mentioned, 
And I think that I loved how he mentioned Grant. And I, I got to see Grant next to Aranda. That would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's he, five, six, Grant? Uh, uh, with, uh, with cleats. Maybe <laughs> with, with the cleats, right. I mean, all due respect to Jakeem, I think he's playing, he's playing six and, feet. And I'll tell you what, he came up big in the passing game yesterday. Uh, you know, they had, a, they had a few plays, uh, you know, designed to him. And, and I think, you know, as, uh, you know, this, this team develops and, and goes forward, you know, you're going to see more and more of that, uh, you know, using him on those underneath routes. Uh, you know, like we talked about, uh, you know, a week or two ago, uh, you know, you got to get him involved on, on some jet sweep plays and use his speed, get the ball in his hands, you know, maybe some wide receiver screens, uh, you know, set up just to use that skill set of his, you know, with the ball in his hand in open space, you know, he's a dangerous guy. Absolutely. And speaking of dangerous guys, that suite of receivers, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, to be a fly in the wall, who's got the best hands in the room? Best hands in the room? It's the I guy that we just had on. OG had the best there it hands is. in the room. No doubt. Uh, no doubt. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but all those guys, I mean, look, uh, you know, OJ, Marty Booker was was very underrated, uh, you know, receiver uh, uh, for us. CC, uh, you know, my guy for, for, for a number of years. You know, he's definitely the deep threat in the room uh, there. You know, Matt Moore and, and OJ more the inside possession receivers. And then, you know, you need a guy to just go up over a defender and, and, and uh, you know, catch the ball at the high spot. You know, that's OG. Love it. And this was great. This was such a good dynamic to have you guys on. And again, I, I can't say it more. It's 2001. That feeling is just so palpable at six and three. So we're going to do a lot more of the all 22 later in the week. And I know you mentioned the play, you know, when we were kind of discussing a pre play that, you know, the all 22 is important to see what quarterbacks eyes to see what the defense is doing. So if there's a, a little bit of a yep. tease that you could say generally for what we're going to break down later in the week. Actually, I want to show you uh, one uh, one uh, uh, pair of plays right here. Sure. Uh, and we're going to start off with the uh, the bootleg that Tua had. You know, throwing Tugaseki down uh, down the field. You know, he looked short and then you know extended the play uh, on his rollout and found Gasicki uh, over the top. Uh, and, and this is something that. You know, they've been doing a lot of. They've been rolling, uh, you know, two out to the left side, uh, you know, running boots there. They, you haven't seen him run a boot back to the right yet. And defenses are going to start keying on that. And, you know, you actually heard uh, 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 Rich Gannon in the broadcast, uh, you know, talk about that. I think after this play, you know, that, you know, the defense is going to have to start, you know, accounting for Tua coming out and rolling out to his left side. So I just want to show you, obviously, uh, you know, this is the first play, uh, Tua coming out, a little fake handoff rollout. Great job. He looks and he, he he draws the defender up to the flat route with that little pump fake. He sees the defender come up and then, you know, beautiful shot, uh, you know, to Gusecki on the second level. You know, I know it's one of you plays you love uh, seeing. You know, we saw it last week. Uh, uh, you know, starting to develop. And, and once again, you know, here you see Tua come out and he's got a clean edge now to, to come out and make this play. And that's what, you know, really sets up, you know, his ability to go down the field to, to, to Gusecki on that play. Uh, I want to just forward, fast forward a little bit uh, to a run play. 
which where are we? A couple plays later now. This is uh, uh, you know uh, Salvin Ahmed uh, who had a tremendous game. Uh, you know, really uh, came out firing. But but this is one of those plays that really you know allowed him to uh, you know have those creases. Now we talked a, a couple weeks ago about when they were in the pistol set. Um, you know, and they played a lot in the pistol. Uh, uh, you know, into his first start, and you know, one of the things that I mentioned was their inability in the pistol to create those cutback lanes for the running back. Now, one of the things that they adjusted to on, on it is, you know, now they're running out of just a straight shotgun. Now this allows, and you'll see what happens here is Ahmed, you know, starts underneath, makes it look like he's running to the right side and everyone's blocking to the right, blocking to the right. They actually bring uh, uh, the tight end back uh, after he goes in, mo in, um, in motion right here, okay, they're going to bring uh, the tight end back to block the edge over here. But I want you to see what happens to the defenders as Tua starts to roll out. We're going to stop it right here. Watch this defender right here who's coming off the edge. He's getting blocked, so, you know, he's actually going to be a blocked guy anyway. But I want you to watch this defender as well as I move forward, okay? And I'm actually, uh, and you'll see the the uh, the lane just opens up for the cutback because everyone's looking for Tua to come out on that bootleg play. So as I go forward, he comes up, he steps outside, and you see a huge play uh, open up for Ahmed to get a nice 18-yard gain. I'm just going to go back to that one more time. And you can see 44 take two take two steps outside right, before uh, you know he comes back on the play. So now you got two defenders who are both. Right, one defender right, comes up, he sets up a block, you know, makes it an easy block off the edge for for the uh, tight end to come back uh, and clean that up. And then 44, you can see him, you know, two steps, false steps to the outside, and you see a huge hole right in here now you know a a, a a base standard defense this is the guy who's making this play okay 44 right here he's the cutback guy okay but because two has had a lot of success rolling out to the left side you know defense is keyed on that he does a great job of you know continuing uh, uh you know his play fake and that's what helps to set that up you know coming off uh, the handoff and, you know, coming out hard on, on a bootleg fake, you know, that holds this defender, holds this defender, and allows that running lane to open up. And, you know, that's going to be a big key, you know, going forward. You know, number one, they're going to have to keep developing that running game, uh, you know, to, to, to help open up, uh, you know, two on the bootlegs. You know, the bootlegs are going to, you know, vice versa, help open up those, those cutback lanes. And I think what you're going to have to start seeing, uh, you know, going forward is, you know, a little bit more versatility into a bootlegging back to the right side, hmm. uh, you know, just to keep defenses a little bit more honest uh, in, in the way that they play. Well, I love this play that you broke down, Jay, because, you know, it's a non-statistical play for Tua, but he grades out very positive because if 44 stays home, you're looking at best a one-yard or two-yard gain, maybe even a, a hit that causes a fumble. 
I mean, no, no yeah. knock on Ahmed, but this is a linebacker who could lay the wood right right away. So fantastic play by two or really just doing the right thing. Yep, and that's, you know, that's a play call. That's, you know, Tua extending the the, the, uh, the play out and, and uh, you know, continuing on, uh, you know, full speed on, on his bootleg fake. Uh, you know, again, it's the offensive line just closing down and and, and pushing that uh, that defense off to the right side to open up the cutback lane a little bit more. And Ahmed doing a really nice job of keeping tight to, 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 to his blockers, all right, and not running – you know, cut back all the way back into the defender. Uh, you know, so it's just a, a, a good team play all the way down the field. You see, uh, you know, receiver getting ready to, to, block. to block downfield as well. So, you know, again, this is, this is a team that's playing and hitting on all cylinders. And, you know, for them to have success, they need everyone, uh, you know, coming to play and, and, and doing their assignment every single game. Uh, in every single play. And, and I think that's just a, a staple of what Brian Flores has created, uh, you know, with the, with this team and with, the, you know, Chan Gailey with this offense. You know, uh, we, we talk a little bit about the winning formula. And, uh, you know, their winning formula right now is, you know, starting games fast. They're doing a great job, you know, whether it's a, a big defensive play, the big special teams play that they had, uh, uh, you know, with, with, with Van Ginkle on the, uh, on the block punt set up, you know, a one-yard uh, touchdown run by Ahmed right. early on. You know, they got up 7 nothing, And then with this drive right here, this was their first, you know, real drive. And they drove it down, uh, you know, did a nice job with runs like this with the, with the play-action bootleg uh, uh, to Gusecki to, to really start the game fast. They they benefited again from uh, you know the offsides on the field goal attempt and and scored a touchdown going up fourteen nothing so you know starting fast is is a huge key that winning teams uh, you know all are able to do taking advantage of opponents mistakes is another thing that winning teams uh, you know uh, do well and you know like I said uh, you know the the, the Chargers go offsides on, on a field goal attempt on fourth and one. Right. You know, that's a huge mistake, uh, you know, by them. You know, instead of being ten nothing, and uh, um, you know, now you give uh, you, you give Miami more life and, and and allow you know them them to go up fourteen nothing, you know, early on in in the game. You know, that's a that's a big lead to play with. That makes it easy for your defense to get more aggressive and and play harder. And the defense did a tremendous job yesterday as well. Uh, uh, you know, we talked about them shutting down Keenan Allen and, and the passing game. They they did that. I think Allen had two uh, wide receiver screens for much of the game until you know late in the game he got the uh, the, the touchdown on on the crossing route. Uh, you know, but. Uh, prior to that, the only uh, receptions he had was, were two wide receiver screen plays, you know, for, for short yardage. Uh, you know, so they did a great job of, you know, a, a passing game that the Chargers came in with, you know, throwing almost uh, 300 yards a game, and they, uh, they, they shut them down to, uh, I think, under 200. Absolutely. Uh, and, then, uh, and, then finish, and then finishing game strong, uh, yeah. you know, is, is you know, the, the, the last key. And, you know, you saw it last week against Arizona. They, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they came back from, you know, from deficit in the fourth quarter and, and, you know, had a huge fourth quarter drive that we, you know, went through uh, last week. Uh, you know, and then this week just, 
you know, playing, you know, the right way of, of, of ball control offense, not making any mistakes, not, uh, you know, not turning the ball over, not giving up big plays, uh, you know, making, making the other team earn, you know, as much as they can. And they, you know, with a, a, I think a 15 point lead, you know, they were able to close out the game the right way. Absolutely. The defense are holding leads. I think they're like 5-0 and when they go into a game with a fourth quarter lead, 4-0, and whatever the case may be. But two is for the ball at the eight different receivers who had at least one reception. I don't need to see 400 yards, four touchdowns. You know, no picks, clean slate, three phases of football. And uh, the one thing, the other, the other thing, Orande said so many great things, but he mentioned Gasek, and I think that he is such a huge X factor because, yep. and you mentioned that I love that rollout play. The prettiest playing football to me is the back end zone fade. And when it works to perfection, and he mentioned that he saw Mike practicing after hours, that was a different time than when I happened to have luckily been down there last year at training camp, because that's all I saw after practice was Gasecki working with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then Rashad Jones, when he was a member of the team, would come in and just tell him how to work off of a jam or walk off the line. This is yep. a guy who wants to learn. And I, I love the development of Gasecki. And I think we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg there. Yeah, well, no doubt about it. You know, with, with Parker on the outside, uh, uh, you know, Grant, uh, you know, even again in one-on-one -on -one situations on the outside, you know, those two guys are, are, are starting to become dangerous uh, uh, receivers there. You know, you're going to need someone that, you know, can help control the middle of the field. And, uh, uh, you know, Gusecki's one of those guys, uh, you know, and, he, he, and he's a you know, lion attached to the line, but they'll also, you know, put him, uh, you know, spread him out wide, uh, you know, him against a linebacker or, or a safety on the outside. They like that matchup and they go to that matchup a lot. And, uh, you know, he, he's kind of like, you know, a, a big receiver when he gets in the two-point stance and spreads out, uh, you know, from the from the line. Absolutely. Chan Gailey once had a guy, Eric Decker, who was basically same body, just was called a wide receiver. And that's who I kind of yeah. equate Gusecki to. So, Jay, that was a great show. Would really appreciate hearing you talk to a teammate in Aranda. And I, I know that when we get to the All-22, a lot more comes out, whether it's positive, negative, but it's all an education. So if there's anything else you want to, you know, lead us out of here with, and uh, I'd like you to enjoy your Victory Monday, Jay. Absolutely. Heck, the Dolphins are 6-3, and three, first time in – in 19 years that they've been six and three uh, at this point uh, in the season. And, uh, you know, looking ahead uh, next week to uh, Denver Broncos, uh, you know, a, a, a matchup that, you know, on paper right now looks like, you know, a, a good high percentage win. But uh, you know that Brian Flores is going into this and making sure that, you know, they're not looking ahead. They're not looking ahead down the schedule. They're taking it game by game. They're not taking any any team for granted, and uh, you know I'm sure they're going to prepare for this one, uh, you know, just as hard as they prepare prepare for any game uh, yet this season. Uh, you know, he's not uh, he's not a guy that's going to let you know six and three get to their heads now, and you know he's going to keep them down to earth and you know grinding it out day by day, play by play, uh, you know the, the 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 you know the right way, and you know. I, I can't I can't emphasize enough, uh, you know, just the tremendous coaching job that uh, that he's done and and creating the culture and 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 you know developing that with this team uh, and, and playing the winning type football that uh, you know that, that that's out there. And I just want to go back, you know, we talk about 
turnover margin. They're they're you know plus uh, 0.6, fourth in the league. Penalties, they're fourth in the league. You know, so they're not making mistakes. They're creating turnovers, uh, and their defense right now is is you know at the top. Uh, you know, in a lot of uh, uh, categories as well. Opponents third down conversion, they're third in the league. Uh, allowing less than, uh, you know, about 34% opponents third down conversion. Wow. You know, so even though they're giving up some yards, uh, uh, they're not giving up, you know, extended drives. They're, they're, they're making plays at the right time, and they're actually one of the top teams in scoring defense, even though they're, you know, uh, a defensive, total defensive yardage is, is lower, you know, uh, uh, low in the league. They're not giving up points, and uh, you know, that's just, uh, uh, you know, extending and, and, and turning into wins for them. Uh, and, you know, they can continue doing that on three phases. You know, they're getting great uh, production from special teams. Uh, they're scoring points so off of defense and special teams, and, and their offense is playing efficient football uh, and starting to, you know, and you're starting to see them extend drives and get, you know, much better in their third down conversions as well. So, uh, you know, a lot of positive things. And, uh, you know, I think Brian Flores and his coaching staff, uh, you know, deserve a ton of credit for, uh, you know, in these tough situations, getting everyone on the same page and, and playing winning type football. Absolutely. Well said, Jay. And if it wasn't for an undefeated team and coached by Mike Tomlin, I think the front runner for coach of the year is Brian Flores. And that might not to be yep. said that he can't still pull away here with all things considered how the season ends up. But, you know, all due respect to the Steelers and Mike Tomlin, the job he's doing. So, Victory Monday it is another one, the sixth Victory Monday before Thanksgiving in the second year of a Brian Flores organizational rebuild. So, thanks to Aronde Gaston. He's doing some great stuff down uh, teaching, coaching. And, of course, uh, my co-host Jay Fiedler is always doing uh, his thing at uh, Brookwood Camps. And uh, thanks again, Jay. And fins up to everyone out there. We'll see you later in the week with the coaches breakdown. Take care, everyone.